Welcome across the multiverse to Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast where I am one of your hosts. But before we get to that, we'd like to talk a little bit about what we do as a podcast here. And so if this is your first time, whether you have been a longtime listener or this is, like I said, your first time listening to the podcast, maybe you're from Brazil because apparently we're blowing the heck up in Brazil all of a sudden. So, yeah. But anyways, Earth 894, we're an awesome podcast. Best one you're going to listen to today. I'm one of your hosts. One half of the show, I am Devin Stone. Not a symbiotic being, but I am one that is with my other symbiotic partner in crime, making a grand appearance back from his uh, small hiatus because he has a brand new member of his family that is awesome and uh, absolutely adorable. But I'll let him talk a little bit more about all that in a second because it's Louis Tonarini. Viva Brazil! Bom dia! Bom dia. It's not Buenos Dias. Buenos Dias is Spanish. In Brazil, they speak Portuguese. I just know that from watching the UFC for so long. You know, I had about 170 Brazilian residents my sophomore year of college in the dorms. Um, a lot of the stuff I know is not the good stuff, so I'm not going to repeat it. But basically, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Very good food. Very good food. I just know, uh, yeah, a lot of Brazilian fighters, a lot of uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu going on. Heck yeah, man. So. So, Louie, you're finally back, and so it's... Uh, I'm back! It's so good to have you. And we're going to be talking about some stuff we uh, like Venom too. We're going to be talking about that today as a little bit of a review episode. Hopefully everyone has seen it by this point, because I don't even know if it's still in theaters, to be completely honest. Sean oh, it's got to gotta still be in theaters. Yeah. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> well, you know, it's going to be wild, because some places that have like longer theatrical runs, you might actually be able to, at the same theater, see Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, and then Eternals, if they're all in the theater at the same time, which is pretty cool, if I must say. That'd sounds a like a long marathon. day. Yeah, sounds like a long day at the theater. See? Symbiotic relationship. <laughs> Eyes, awesome. lungs, pancreas. So, Louie. Stop. You're back. I've I'm missed back. you. A lot of things have gone on since then. So, uh... I need to ask you a question I've been dying to for a long time now, which is, what has been MCU for you? Oh, it's been so long. So much has happened. Um, First and foremost, my wife had a baby. Woo! Woo! Her name is Ada. She was named, I wouldn't say named after, but we got the name from watching the show Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. We like the one character's name. Um, you know, there's actually a Marvel reference to that. I didn't. Who is yeah, Ada in Marvel? There's a Ava character in Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, it's Ada with a D. Ada, yeah. Oh, you said Ava, I thought. Oh, no, Ada. Ah. Yeah, I didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Still. It's all good. To this well, day. I have to. So we had the baby. Uh, my Marvel joke is that you can't spell Wanda without Ada. Other than that, I uh, I've been slowly collecting more Funko Pop figures, slowly losing my mind. Just <laughs> now, my whole Facebook marketplace is just Funko Pops. <laughs> it's, so, it's, what what have been like the top ones you've gotten so far? Like your favorites that you've uh, collected in the last few weeks? My favorites that I have. Yeah, they've gotten that are new. I got the Red Guardian from you. Finally. I got a Captain America a few weeks ago with the shield. 
Is that uh is that from the Age of Ultron one? Age of Ultron. My new favorite pastime is finding Captain America Funko Pops and sending them to Devin on uh on Facebook. It is quite a good time. And I then like I just go, why doesn't this one have a shield? Why doesn't <laughs> this one have a shield? Where is the shield with this one? Captain America sh- shield agent with no shield. Yeah, he doesn't use his shield. It drives me nuts. Other than that, I got a Katie from Shang-Chi. Mm. It's the Target exclusive. She has a fanny pack. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I had that's to get so that. Awesome. Yesterday, I got a super secret special one that Devin knows about, but I'm going to use it as wordplay for when I start uh, pushing the stickers. I got, yeah. And then I've got some in the mail. Henry really likes the one I got yesterday, so I got him a Rocket one because he really likes Rocket. He calls him Meow. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. I wanted to get him a... Moon Knight one, but mm-hmm. those came out a long time ago and are very expensive. So hopefully when Marvel's Moon Knight comes out on Disney Plus, they drop new Funko Pops. I imagine they will. Hopefully they're they look like Moon Knight, not some weird ripoff. Yeah, I um I have seen what the Moon Knight costume looks like in action. Does it I look like s- Moon Knight? Uh I don't want to say anything. Because I feel like it's going to skew your view, so I'm not going to say anything. That's fine. Other than that, uh, Black Widow came out on Disney Plus and Blu-ray and DVD. So, while we were in the hospital with said baby, we watched Black Widow. Oh, that's cool. The problem with watching in the hospital is the TV is from 1410, and it doesn't have an HDMI port. Oh, so, God. so we couldn't hook up our Roku like we thought we were going to be able to, or Roku, mm-hmm. or however you want to say it. Roku. So we just watched it on the tablet. It wasn't as great, but, and then when you first have a baby, a lot of people come into your room to check on the baby, to check on mom, to mm-hmm. tell dad to go suck an egg, whatever. <laughs> um, so it was a lot of pausing, and then also she wanted to eat, so she'd cry, and then yeah. Hannah would have to feed her. So we didn't get like as good of a uh, experience this time. Mm-hmm. But if we ever have the time, we'll watch it again. It'll be nice. That's cool. Also, we watched Thor Ragnarok in the th- in the uh, in the hospital mm-hmm. because that movie is just a plus good, and. Um, I think we watched something else. Well, we watched uh, the What If uh, finale in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Nice. What do you think? Just uh, with that, like a five-second or less summary of the finale of What If. The finale of What If was good. The second-to-last episode of What If was really good. All the rest of What If can go suck an egg like the dads at the hospitals. Yeah, it was it was good. You know, the whole storyline. Uh, yeah. The last episode seemed very rushed, like mm. the rest of the damn series. But um, yeah, I, I don't digress. Think we have to record any of that anymore. I don't think we have to do a what if finale <laughs> review. I think we just got it right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I, I know I've talked for a long time, but it's been a long time. Yeah, it's I, all good, man. I started a new. What do you want to call it? Like a new game on mm. our Instagram stories. Yeah. Where I, I, I'm sure you did this too. I don't think that I'm the only person that's ever been like, all right, but who would win in a fight though? The Hulk or the Juggernaut? And it's yeah. like, it's obviously the Hulk. And they're like, I don't know. 
and then you got to argue with your friends forever. I remember before the MCU came out, we used to do this. I was like, Captain America or Daredevil? And that was like, ah, those are close, you know? And it's like, that's not close. Captain America would stomp Daredevil into oblivion. But at the time, we were dumb and we didn't know. Mm -hmm. But now I'm doing a winner moves on type of thing on the Instagram page. Kind of like a King of the Hill. Yeah. So every day around six to seven, I put put a new one up. And um, it was so terrible. Not really terrible, but I texted two of my friends that constantly like and share, not share, but like and comment on stuff for the podcast for Earth 894. I just said, name a random character. I don't want your, like, I didn't, all I said was name a random character, but I didn't want like your favorite character or a well-known character. Just a rant. Just give me someone random. I was hoping for like Maria Hill and Talos or something. And I got Adam Warlock and Doctor Strange. I was like, oh, what the hell? (laughs) And um, it's winter moves on the next day. So it's like an everyday affair that I try and do just so that we have something every day. And so it was Adam Warlock versus Doctor Strange. And I think after Guardians 3, it would be less skewed. But right Mm -hmm. now it's like, Doctor Strange won by a landslide. And then I'm trying to include like all of the Marvel stuff. So then I did Magneto and Magneto got crushed. And then I did Venom. Venom got crushed. And I always have a little thing that says like, who do you want to see next? But nobody reads it. Nobody cares. So now I just put random shit in there and hope that people laugh or something. Magneto got crushed. Venom got crushed. Finally, somebody gave me a suggestion. It was Howard the Duck. That was the closest one yet. <laughs> he also lost to Doctor Strange. And yeah. then Mysterio lost to Doctor Strange. And then Devin was imploring me, just do Wanda. And I was like, who beats Wanda? I'm going to have to just say, all right, guys, we're restarting. And I'm just going to throw two schmucks in there and then just work my <laughs> way up from there. This I love rid- a good schmuck battle. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So it was Wanda versus Loki, which I thought would be- would have been a little close. It's freaking Loki. People like Loki. He's also magical, and he, he was the big bad of the Avengers. What is happening? No. I think if it was Wanda before Endgame and WandaVision, especially, I, I, I think it wouldn't have been as strong with your voting. You definitely would have seen a little bit closer between those two. But yeah, we've seen how Wanda is beyond, you know, it's over 9,000 in terms of the MCU right now, and Loki's like, oh, he can do some cooler stuff. Yeah, Wanda freaking smashed Loki, and then she That's someone's fanfic. What? Yeah, probably. And then she went on to... uh, I didn't save it. Then she went on to beat somebody else, and then she beat Fury. I just said, screw it. I'm throwing Fury in there. He's a schmuck. If he wins, (laughs) I can restart from the freaking beginning. (laughs) Uh, Fury got a total of two votes, which you know, I think was like 10% of, of voters. So Fury got smashed and then now she's up against Surtur. And last I looked, Surtur was absolutely annihilating Wanda. It was like 75% for Surtur, but it was only four people had voted. So I'm curious now. I'm going to look, take that with a grain of salt, but that's my new fun thing. I'm like, He's winning one by one vote right now. Oh, fucking Surtur. Do you see the, what the question says? Yeah. 
Someone already responded to it, so I think it's pretty funny. What? Nobody ever yeah. responds to anything that I say ever. It drives no, me insane. They do. Louis being ignorantly humble right now. People uh, respond to him all the time. I'm a Debbie Downer. Respond to my stuff. No. No. But you know what? You know, Wanda's not going to get beaten until... <laughs> he got it right. Um, Wanda's not going to get beaten until I put, like... Thanos or freaking Captain Marvel or somebody in there and people hate Brie Larson so they're not going to vote for Captain Marvel and I was like I wanted to do my guy you know my guy Devin mm. Devin mm-hmm. my guy mm-hmm. freaking Wolverine I wanted to do Wolverine <laughs> but he would have lost by a lot and it would have made me sad so I didn't do that <laughs> Yeah, that's I was, fair. I wasn't going to sacrifice my guy. So I didn't. And uh, yeah, that's where we're at. MCU for me. I also got a message today from my friend Connor at Codgewills on Instagram. He sent me like old timey people in Marvel attire with their old timey attire. Mm-hmm. He's like, pick your favorite. And there was 10 pictures and they were all hilarious. But the best ones were Batman and Wolverine for sure. I'm sure there's been plenty more than that. But that's what I could think of off the top of my head. Devin, what has been MCU for you? I am going to definitely put an effect on that. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to start using that as the, the MCU for you. <laughs> like. Sound effect, sound drop. I, yeah, actually, yeah, I'm gonna start doing that. Thank you, thank you. Well, uh, aside from that, for MCU for blah, 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 for me, there's been a few different things. Not as exciting. I don't have any new children, uh, or any children for that matter, unless you count my dog, my cat, uh, who have been driving me absolutely bananas lately. But I digress. Hashtag Hagrid. Yeah. Oh my God, he is a bundle and a half. I, I, I'm kidding. I love him to death, man. I'm going to kick things off. So on the Funko side of things, I got something that I ordered from like six months ago. Let me grab it. While past me is actually going to grab what I'm about to talk about in just a moment here, just want to remind you guys to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. Ta-da! I saw that I on have... uh, Facebook Marketplace already. <laughs> how much were they selling it for? I, I haven't looked up to see how much it's worth right now. Beats me. I don't it think it was very much. For now. So what I'm alluding to, I actually decided to buy, as soon as it got announced, it is the Iron Man 2 with Gantry. So it has Iron Man uh, with, you know, in the Gantry where he's like getting the suit put on and everything. Nice. Shield. uh, (laughs) Nice. And uh, it actually glows in the dark and it is a previews exclusive. So usually these exclusives are only available to like uh, more like small shops, retailers, like your actual local comic book shops and stuff. Uh, I got mine through Entertainment Earth, and I will say I thought it was going to be bigger. The box is big, same. But that's the Funko she, Pop itself is actually that's not what that she big. said. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> got <he. laughs> I'm going to ignore that as I continue to. Open Are you this up. unboxing it? Yeah. What the hell's the matter with you? I'm not selling this one. I'm definitely keeping it. I mean, look how badass this is. Iron Man with Gantry. Yeah. See, look. I didn't know that was what. That was called. Not at I until I got the Funko. But it's pretty cool. Uh, 30 bucks. Eh, that's about right. I think it paid a little bit less. Uh, minus shipping and all that, of course. But yeah, dude, I love this thing. It's pretty cool. I haven't seen a thing glow in the dark yet. I do have a black light in the office that I've been trying to actually like put together better. 
So then I could use all my glow in the dark pops to see better display. But this is totally an awesome one. And it is a bobblehead too. So it is a perfect one to put on like a desk or something. That was exciting. Aren't they all bobbleheads? Uh, not all of them are. Believe it or not. I thought they were all bobbleheads. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the thing. And then they were like, you know what? Maybe it's not all the time. I think every one that I have is a bobblehead. I have a, I have a, I have a decent amount that aren't bobble. Um, so this is the next thing I got. And I actually wanted to show you as part of a live reaction. What? So for those, I am unfortunately not recording. I think I am recording the video. So maybe I can use this later. I don't know. Uh, but basically, what I have here, I ordered, and I was really frantic. I had no idea when it was going to come available. I thought I was a pre-order. turns out it was an actual order. But anyways, I got, and I could actually kill someone with how freaking heavy this is. I got, ugh, the story of Marvel Studios, the making of the Marvel Cinematic Universe two-volume set from Abrams Books. It's a book? It's two books. So I love coffee table books and even show you this is the binding. It's like almost like felt like it's cool. So let me take this out. I literally just got this today. So I was like, oh, it's a sign. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, my God, Louie. <laughs> it's like three weeks worth. Of, that's what she said. Jokes. Why do you keep setting me up so well? That's what she said. So what? I have this first book. here. <laughs> yeah, because that'll make sense all the time. So this one right here has Iron Man. It has the Mach 1. Or the Mark One, excuse me, and like this is legit, like almost like felt. It's so good. Ah, I can do smell that. To paint a picture, this smells like fresh Pokemon cards as a kid, right oh, out of the pack. Oh, that's what this smells like. Oh, can you and smell that? Show you, look at that. <laughs> that's what she. The said. opening <sighs> area right here shows Captain America, even with a pistol in his hand, fighting in World War II as a splash art image. Forward, I believe, is by Kevin Feige. Even shows you stuff here with director Fury. And then there you go, Iron Man there. But it's like all photos, it's stories, it's everything spanning all the different chapters year by year. Um, but the foreword is actually from, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige. And I believe the uh, last one, I don't know what the last thing is. It's like the opposite of a foreword. Uh, I believe it's actually from Robert Downey Jr. So it's be pretty cool. Yeah, backward. <laughs> Yeah, even just look, look at this. Look at this young Kevin Feige right there. He looks like Loki. I would totally believe you if you said that was uh, um, Zuckerberg's like older brother. Yeah, so I'm so excited. And then the the other volume, volume two, that leads all. I think this goes up until Endgame. I think that's where it ends. It does have the Infinity Gauntlet on here, but it's the uh, the actual Endgame version. So it has the yeah. It's what's the, the actual term? The right-handed one. I don't yeah, know. This is like the Iron term. Man, uh, like nanotech gauntlet. Is that what it's called formally? Um, that's got to be close. You know what? It's probably in this freaking book. Probably is. Oh my god! I just turned to a random page right here. If you just look up that little squished AE in this here encyclopedia, <laughs> right here, man. Look at this. This is the actual cast. Uh, behind the scenes shoot they have everyone organized from when they uh, shot the uh, Tony Stark has a heart scene at the end of Endgame actually has it here and it does confirm something for the longest time because of all these people here they originally told them that they were shooting a wedding scene and all that I totally think whenever this scene comes up that Doctor Strange is actually uh, not there and I thought they just CGI'd him in because of the way he's not interacting and it looks so weird 
he's actually there sitting right next to Wong. So I was Wong the whole time. Thank you for joining oh. us today here on oh, Earth that gets 8. A, that gets a, <laughs> no, after all, that's a seashell. What, whatever. Uh, it's not nanotech. It's just nano gauntlet. Nano gauntlet. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I got that. I'm super excited to actually, you know, what I think what I might do is uh, maybe some days when I have time, I might have to actually le- legitimately schedule this in my own personal life. But I might actually like sit down, watch like, let's say, phase one movies, right? And just kind of as I'm wa- reading the movies or watching the movies, kind of read along with like the year by year basis in this book. So I am super stoked. And I don't know, maybe I'll do like a like a, we can do like a mini series where I read like one year by year, like a little summary, some like little snippets and stuff for those who don't have this, because I'm not going to lie. This was not cheap. So that's early Christmas present to myself. Anything else going on in your uh, MCU life? I got my Eternals opening night tickets, boy. Are you excited? I'm excited. I it's dude. I'm not gonna lie. The, the tickets are at 6 p.m. on Thursday night. I might have to actually have to reschedule it. I was hoping they do a seven o'clock, but they didn't because this movie is like four hours long. Um, Who are you going with? You know, the Alyssa Miss. One last thing I was gonna mention is actually that part of the little project I had after uh, doing some homework this weekend. I finally sat down and completed, and we now have an official Earth Eight Nine Four podcast website. So basically, if you want to just, you know, browse around the web and you want to look at us a little bit more than you do on Instagram and Facebook at Earth894Podcast, you can just go to the website that's going to be in the show notes. So essentially, just feel free to share if you want to like, I don't know, listen outside of like a normal podcast player. We have an entire episodes page. So you can just stream all the episodes on the website instead of having to go to like Spotify, Apple Podcasts or anything. So if you want to listen to us like, I don't know, while you're doing homework or you're at work and you just want to throw us on in the background because you love our voices and you want to learn to talk about some MCU stuff, do it. Go to the website in the show notes. Website. That, that's all I got. You also watched The Amazing Spider-Mans. Oh my God. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. See, it's we've had so much to catch up and I promise we're going to go into something Spider-Man related in a few minutes here. After the awesome interview episode we had, check it out if you haven't with uh, Ricky Mena of Heart of a Hero, the Spider-Man. He was talking a lot about Amazing Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield and all like that. And so I finally decided just to sit down and I uh, rewatched The Amazing Spider-Man because I have Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 on Blu-ray, but I actually haven't uh, watched them since I bought it almost like, God, it may have actually been over for a year since I bought them and owned them. Uh, But I've only seen The Amazing Spider-Man once and I watched it on my laptop in college. So actually watching at home with full TV and everything. Uh, much more fun experience. And so it was kind of nice. It was nice seeing something that wasn't MCU related. It definitely has some differences here and there. But the big thing, and I was texting Louie about this like halfway through watching the movie, the PS4 Insomniac Spider-Man game took so much from the Insp- amazing Spider-Man movie. Like there's even one point where he uh, like double webs up a building and then like uh, propels himself by yanking on the webs. Literally shot for shot, almost like one of the like accelerated ways of getting up a building that you can do in the game. So I thought that was really cool. But also with that plot, if you literally substitute Doc Ock within the game for the lizard villain in the movie, you pretty much have the plot for the video game. His it name is, almost is Lizard, identical. man. <laughs> you don't have to say the lizard villain. His name is Lizard. You're good. <laughs> I was about to do the comic book voice, but I have nothing to do it's with like it. It's like calling Dr. Octopus. The octopus villain. 
The Venom you know, yeah, villain. To be completely honest, I have nothing to say about that, so I'm going to just move on with my story. So, it has a lot of similarities between the movie and the game. So, if you are a huge fan of the video game, definitely watch that movie, and it'll be uh, you're going to see what I saw, and it's pretty cool. So, maybe we'll do an episode as a bonus thing, piece of content down the road on that. But, uh, yeah. Also, you brought up Black Widow. I just realized it. Did you watch the Assembled Black Widow episode? I haven't. I watched it. It was pretty cool. One thing uh, they talked about was, like, the choreography of stuff and everything. And I thought it was really interesting on how they were trying to incorporate different elements into like their actual black like Black Widow program for like the the actresses and stuff. So I'll let you totally digest and everything in your own. But I thought it was actually pretty cool to watch. So that was a cool little thing because I didn't even think they'd like have an actual Black Widow assembled. Which means since Shang Chi is going on to Disney Plus in less than a month in November, I think they might have an assembled Shang Chi, and I hope they do because that should be really freaking cool to watch. Shang-Chi. That movie was good as hell. I know. I can't wait to stream it at home. And I'll just play with my dog and pretend we're like doing kung fu and stuff. Alrighty. Louie, we saw a movie before we uh, took a little bit of a break between the normal podcast feed. And so I think it's time we finally catch up and talk about that movie. So how about we talk Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. All I ever wanted in this world is carnage. I'm not a crazy man. I'm a vengeful one. There's a red one! You need to come out right now. I will let you eat everybody! Promise! I promise! Oh, yeah! So before we kind of dive into our thoughts and opinions and everything as we recollect our uh, discussion on the movie, I think it'd be helpful merely to, you know, I don't know, the people who have been seen in a while or only saw it one time, too, and are barely trying to remember the movie. For It's for you guys, not us. For you. I'm going to go through the plot real quick. And so, this is what happened. And if obviously, if you have not seen the movie, but you want to listen to spoilers anyway, spoilers. What he said. <laughs> Three, two, one. In 1996, a young Cletus Cassidy watches helplessly as his love, Francis Barrison, who has the ability of sound manipulation, is taken away from St. Estes, home of the unwanted children, to the Ravencroft Institute. On the way, she uses her sonic screen powers to escape and attacks a young police officer, Patrick Mulligan. He shoots Barrison in the eye and suffers an injury to his ear due to, her, due to her scream. Unbeknownst to Mulligan, who believes he killed her, Barrison is taken to the facility, which is hardened against her powers. In the present day, Mulligan, now a detective, contacts Eddie Brock to speak to Cassidy, a serial killer, who refuses to talk to anyone other than Brock following their interview a year prior. Back to Venom. After the visit, Venom, Eddie's symbiote, is able to figure out where Cassidy has hidden the body of victims in a very hilarious manner, which Brock uh, gives a huge career boost out of the uh, finding. Brock is then contacted by his ex-fiance and Wei Yang, and then uh, a bunch of other stuff. She says he's engaged uh, Dr. Dan. That's awesome. Venom's like, this sucks. No. Then uh, fast forward a little bit. Cassidy's execution fails. A red uh, symbiote emerges and blocks the injection. He introduces himself as Carnage and goes on a violent rampage to the prison. 
freeing inmates and killing guards. Cassidy and Carnage then make a deal. Carnage will help Cassidy break out Barrison from Ravencroft, and Cassidy will help eliminate Brock and Venom. Then, Mulligan calls Brock and warns him about the situation. In Ravencroft, Cassidy frees Barrison, and they travel to their old children's home to burn it down. Mulligan, then suspicious of Brock due to his interactions with Cassidy before Carnage emerged, takes Brock to the police station. Eddie refuses to answer Mulligan's questions, who contacts Wing as his lawyer. Brock then reveals that Venom has separated from him and needs the symbiote to fight Carnage together. As Venom makes his way through San Francisco by hopping from body to body, uh, Anne finds and convinces him to give uh, to forgive Brock. She bonds with Venom and breaks Brock out of the police station. Brock and Venom then make amends, and they're pretty cool homies again. Symbiotic pair. Then... Cassidy takes Mulligan hostage and Barrison captures Anne after falling to find Brock. And then a bunch of other cool stuff happens at a church. A priest eventually gets eaten. He dies. Other cool stuff happens. But basically, uh, Venom and Brock actually save the day by bonding together before the impact. Carnage tries to bond with Cassidy again. But Venom devours the symbiote. Then Cassidy states that he only wanted to be Brock's friend. We get the first F-bomb because it's a PG-13 movie that they had to use. This guy. But Venom bites Cassidy's head off. While Brock, Venom, Wang, and Lewis escape, a still-living Mulligan's eyes flash blue. What does that mean? Hashtag toxin. Brock and Venom decide to take a nice, needed vacation while they ponder their next steps before they say goodbye to their chickens. As Venom tells Brock about the symbiote's knowledge of other universes, a blinding light transports them from their hotel room to another room. Where they watch J. Jonah motherfucker. Flurkin Jameson reveals Spider-Man's identity as Peter Parker on television where Venom then licks the television. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. Scene. That's not a cat. That's a Flurkin. <laughs> oh, I don't like that thing. You should ride there. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of Venom too. Let them be carnage in a nutshell. So uh, yeah. Louie, how about we kick things off by saying um, I loved we it. saw us together. Oh. And you loved it. <laughs> okay. I was going to say we saw this together uh, kind of opening weekend. And we saw it in a Dolby theater that we absolutely love to go to. And so I thought it was a great experience. But Louis, like he just said, he loved it. So, Louis, why did you love this movie? This movie was a nostalgia bomb for sure. Really? Um, the story was decent. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like a chimpanzee could have written it, you know? It's the same as Venom 1. It's like, no, we're not friends. And then they split apart. And then they're like, no, we need each other. And then they get back together. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see a Venom movie where that doesn't happen. But I digress. Are you trying to make a Planet of the Apes reference? Because Adam, uh, Andy Serkis was um, Caesar in Planet of the Apes trilogy? No. That's funny. Because you're like, a chimp could have written it. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, I just... You know, this it was the same thing as the first movie. Yeah, it was. But this one had Carnage in it, and Carnage is freaking dope. Mm. You know, we've been waiting for an on-screen Carnage since Cartoon Carnage in 96 or whatever. Uh-huh. When I watch movies, I come out always 9, nine out of 10, every time. A few mm. movies get a 10, you know, Thor Ragnarok gets a 10. Guardians mm-hmm. 1 gets a 10. Infinity War and Endgame get 10s. But when I'm watching a movie, I'm always so stoked. Like, 
you can vouch for this. I'm the most annoying person to take to the theater because the whole time I'm just like, oh, yeah, yes, get him. You know, just like going nuts in the theater. And uh, uh. at the end of the movie, I'm always like, that was the best thing I've ever seen. And then we see something else. And I'm like, that was the best thing I've ever <laughs> seen. Rinse, repeat. Shang-Chi, best movie they got. Venom 2, best movie they got. And then you then you dwell on it and you're like, well, right. this could have been different. That could have been different. I really did enjoy it. I really thought it was good. I thought the story was a little bit better than I expected it to be. I don't think the movie was long enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really short. It was like an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, I would love to see like a director's cut where they don't make it so damn short. I really liked it. You know, I liked the carnage. I didn't know Shriek was in it. Yeah. Shriek is a not as well-known character, but still pretty cool thing. But she did. She could potentially be the first mutant in the MCU. Ooh. Because they mentioned in the beginning that her like powers mutated. They actually say the word mutated. Oh, I mutation, did. something like that. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so but it's the caveat also is, not MCU Sony. kind of. So Exactly. So it's kind of <laughs> like But is it though? And anybody who's asked me about this movie, I say that the post credit <laughs> scene alone is worth the price of admission. Oh, God, yeah. I think that made the movie 10 times better. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty, what's the word I'm looking for? It was pretty exciting. I really loved it. Um, nice. I'll get into my gripes a little bit later. I have mm-hmm. a, I have a few, a few little gripes, but. A few things here and there. Uh, Devin, how did you feel about Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage? I know, you know it's not I, Venom 2. I think 2. it's, uh, yeah, right. I think it's okay. I liked it. It had funny moments. I agree that it was too short, but maybe that's probably a good thing. Um, they probably just cut out a lot of just random fighting or just jokes that didn't hit off very well. Trimmed the audiences. fat, if you will. Exactly. You know what? I'd rather have a, a more condensed film that's just the pacing's better and goes beat for beat and everything versus something that's like, if this was a two and a half hour movie, I would have dreaded it to get to that end credit scene. That would have really... I would have needed to know ahead of time that it was going to be there um, to keep me going for like over two hour plus. But aside from that, I mean, I really uh, had a fun time watching the first Venom movie. I've only seen that once. So I was going into this more so with like uh, just an expectation that it's going to be fun. I did, however, and I think there's even evidence of me reading it or almost figuring it out on a, one of our older episodes from September. I uh, stumbled upon an article that basically confirmed my suspicion that we were going to get the end credit scene that we had. So I already had a feeling that was going to happen, but part of me was like, but are they really going to do it? Are they going to really do it? They did it. And then I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. Um, seeing that end credit scene to see actually Tom Holland pop up. And so I'm excited to see if Venom will actually make an appearance. In no way home. Or is it just going to finally happen maybe at the end of No Way Home? I don't know. Obviously, this movie had to come out before that film regardless. So I think it's uh, part of the reason why they were really, really trying to push to make sure that this didn't get pushed back any further or else Spider-Man probably would have had to get pushed back. So I'm glad this movie is out, to say the least. Um, Aside from that, it's all some really funny moments. It's pretty good. 
I still think that Venom just sounds like Bane if you just put a different voice filter on him and uh, give him a little bit more personality, given that it's Tom Hardy's voice and all. But aside from that, uh, it was still a pretty good time. I was going to say, it's the same voice, so it would make yeah. sense if they sound the same. Yeah, what is this? I want your party. You are my law. A parasite. <laughs> but yeah. So what about your gripes, Lou? What would you say is uh, just didn't resonate with oh, you? Oh, my gripes. My gripes. Um, When you think of Venom, the first thing you think of is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. We've had two Venom movies, no Spider-Man. That's the whole thing. Cool. You also, when you when I say Venom, the other thing you think of, Carnage, right? Mm-hmm. Th- there it is, Carnage. You think of him immediately. Uh, Carnage, Cletus Cassidy, the whole, the whole nine. I do not understand why they would just kill it off first movie. Like you said, the movie was short. It was only an hour and a half. You know, hope, yeah. I, I guess if they're doing the whole multiverse thing, you could get a different carnage later, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, he's so iconic. I feel like you had to kill him because how else are you going to stop him? But yeah. you can't, like, that's his bread and butter. Where do you go from here with Venom? Um, I didn't think about it until after the movie, we saw it with Richard. He told me, yeah, but the guy's eyes changed and I had forgotten about that part. And like you said, Mm. in your, in your quick synopsis, that mulligan, his eyes change. And since I'm a little, since I'm a little, uh, spoiler guy, I went home and I just Googled toxin and, and yeah, that mulligan that's who he is in the comics is he becomes toxin. Mm, So it looks like we're getting some toxin, but like, yeah, toxin's cool, but he's like the very low third symbiote. Like when Mm -hmm. you think of the symbiotes, you think of venom, carnage, toxin, you know, and even before toxin, you got like black suit, Spider-Man. Yeah, and I'm even looking up Toxin now. I He looks half red, half blue. He looks more like an actual, if you took Spider-Man's suit and turned it into yeah, a full his, his top half is red. His bottom half is blue. I think he's got a green tongue. Yeah, so I wonder and, uh, how they're going to do him. And he's more of a good guy. Mm. Toxin's always, um, historically, Toxin historically is a hero he helps Spider-Man fight Venom and Carnage in the comics and in canon and all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I don't, it just, it's weird to me that they killed him immediately. Like, I guess you could say the same thing about other movies. Like when in Black Panther, you know, his big villain is, is Killmonger, but mm-hmm. In the next one, you could always have Namor, or he's got other big villains, but Venom's biggest villain is Carnage, and it's not even close. Yeah. And he ate the symbiote, whatever. That was super easy way to kill him. Mm-hmm. Not going to... Okay, just ate him, fine. 
Yeah. And then um I did like the the one F bomb, but I didn't like the the fact that they killed Cletus Cassidy. Throw him back in jail. Give me the option to have him back later. Hmm. That would be good. And no, they ate him. Well, the thing is that they they were going to give him the death penalty anyway, so what good would it be if they just put him back in jail? Yeah, they just, they but... just try and kill him again. You know, so. the death penalty takes forever, and you put him back, blah, blah, blah. Boom, throw him in the raft. I don't know. <laughs> put him in a raft. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it really comes down to all you have to do is just write it differently, and then <laughs> anything can happen, right? My other gripe is... I I liked the shriek of it all. I thought that was cool. I thought that gave... Cassidy more of a storyline to follow Mm -hmm. but Cletus Cassidy for anybody who knows that character does not care about anything yeah he is violence personified he's evil he doesn't care about women he doesn't care about children he's he's that's why the carnage symbiote is such so powerful and so evil because, you know, the, they say the symbiotes feed off of their hosts and mm-hmm. Cassidy's so evil. And that's what makes Carnage so dangerous. Mm-hmm. And he's still evil and dangerous or whatever. But like in this one, he cares so much about Shriek. You know, every time Shriek screams, Carnage freaks out and says he's going to kill her. And then Cassidy gets mad. And then that's kind of their downfall. And it's like Cassidy doesn't care about Shriek. You know, in like in in the comics, in anything that you've ever seen, Cassidy cares about Cassidy, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And in this, you know, it's like, oh, we were friends. I wanted to be your friend. You know, I wanted to help you, and all I ever wanted was this. And my mom and dad beat me, and I was just a sad kid. And they wanted you to feel bad for him, but you're not supposed to feel bad for Cletus Cassidy. You're supposed to despise right. the guy. And he's just supposed to be like, like I said, evil personified. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say my two biggest gripes are. Like, don't, don't, don't make me have feelings for Cletus Cassidy. I'm supposed to think he's just the, the biggest piece of trash that there is and love him for it, you know, like, mm-hmm. But instead, you're like, no, I want him to be, I want him to have his love. No, no, he doesn't love stuff. He kills people. Come on. Isn't he like a cannibalistic uh, serial killer at 1.2 in the comics? Um, Probably. Yeah, it's kind of hard to feel bad for that. Uh, Yeah. I I, I also didn't expect him to actually bring the the cannibal. No, uh, no, not not to a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Exactly. Kevin Feige was probably like, uh, the, the hell you're not. <laughs> hell you ain't. So it's not going to be in my history of the Marvel MCU book. Yeah. Um, I was, I was freaking stoked with the, with the post credit scene. Yeah. I mean, I think this, this, uh, this has nothing to do with Venom too, but I'm going to say it. I think what I'm most excited for in the MCU right now is, is when No Way Home comes out and we go see it because I'm definitely going to go see that. Um, and they're doing the Sinister Six, which we all mm-hmm. know is coming. And Willem Dafoe is out there being the Green Goblin. And you, you're you going to have to poop your pants. You're going to have to poop your pants in that theater because you said it on the show. 
and <laughs> it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> I hope no one's at home like, poop your pants. Poop your pants. Damn, it's going to poop. Damn, it's going to poop. <laughs> it's going to be a really intense moment in the theater. I apologize ahead of time for this. It's going to be really quiet. Everyone's just like, oh, and all I <laughs> Oh, gonna <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be super quiet, super quiet. All I can hear is, <laughs> I can't even do this. I'll get you, Spider Man. <laughs> and then I'm escorted out of the theater. Oh man. Um, but back to Venom Two. Venom, let yeah. there be carnage. Um. You said seven, I think. I gave it a nine. I'd probably really, realistically, eight, seven yeah, and a I half, Yeah, i go back maybe. to like a six. But I I did I did thoroughly enjoy it. I thought Carnage looked freaking yeah. cool. I thought it was awesome when he finally bonded with Cassidy and he went through the prison just murking everybody. Yeah, that's what I thought was one of the coolest moments when that Carnage tornado turns into thing or like Carnage Twister. And then everyone even in the prison are like applauding him too. Like, yeah, it was kind of interesting to see. But I just thought when I saw that, I was like, oh, this dude is this dude's scary. Cassidy in his terrible clothes. I loved it. He was, you know, he stole the cool car with his girlfriend. And yeah, Mulligan was being a being shitty to Venom and Eddie. And that was funny. Um they put Anne back in the movie. I don't think that was necessary. I think they could have left Anne out of it. I think they could have left. I, I did like seeing her with uh, Venom. Y- yeah. Like Venomized Anne. Yeah. Was she, first, did she get the symbiote sa- in the first movie? Yes, she did. And they kissed. That's right. And yeah, same thing as the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Do- okay. I take it back. Dr. Dan didn't need to be in this movie. It's just like Anne doesn't even show up until like halfway into the movie. And you're like. Yeah. Did, did you really need her? I don't think you did. Like, are you still over her yet? But yeah, I really liked it. You know, I think it would have been cool to see like Eddie move on to somebody else instead of a married lady, you know, like kind of Yeah. Do something else, you know. <laughs> but I I like I really um see I keep shitting on it, but I liked it a lot more than I'm sh- than I'm leading on. Right. Uh, oh, that's okay, and that's okay. I thought I thought the the venom and the blacklight thing was was cool looking, but I didn't think it was necessary. I didn't think it was funny. <coughs> was when he was in like the DJ club, or well, whatever. yeah, when he's at the rave and he's like talking, yeah. he's like, "You're the man!" Like, come on. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. What did it make me think of? All those antics where he's like trying to do the mic and it like the mic drop and everything. I think that would have worked if it was I don't know like 2015. But it just felt like, yeah, too drawn out. Like, nice costume, nice costume. It's like, yeah. All right. Like, I think uh, y'all remember some weird, like, or when dark he... figure was destroying sh- stuff, like, how many months ago? And now you're like, huh, yeah, that thing looks pretty, f- I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of stereotypical, like, rave culture. Like, oh my God, we don't even know what's going on, but that looks so cool. Yeah. That's literally an alien. That can kill and destroy you on without even blinking. Yeah, or when he was making him breakfast or whatever, because he was sad. It was just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say one funny part though. I think some parts, although it is cheesy, 
I think some of the best things about this movie is that it's leaning into like, yeah, we know this is stupid. So that's why we're just going to lean into it. When, uh, was it Mrs. Chen or what was the name of the, uh, cashier yeah, at the Ms. convenience store? Mrs. Chen. You're correct. <laughs> yeah. You know, when they're talking, when Anne's talking to her and she realizes like, wait, Venom, are you there? And then Mrs. Chen's eyes just change all of a sudden. Like, oh shit, she got me. I thought that was actually, it was pretty funny. It was clever. Cause it's like, she's defending Venom so much and he's like, fine. <laughs> so I, I thought that, I thought that was pretty funny. I dug oh, that. Also the bodega in all of New York is out of chocolate. Yeah. I'm not buying that either. Yeah. Or San Francisco. <laughs> oh yeah. It is not. It's not New York. Yeah. You're correct. So one point I want to bring up here is obviously the movie is good. Uh, it's, it's, it's a popcorn flick, man. It's, you're not going to this to go to like, I don't know, emotionally have your heart invested in a story for like an hour and 37 minutes. But basically now that we're at this point, so we see with the end credit scene of, uh, he's obviously going to be going to try and link up with, uh, Tom Holland's Peter Parker in some shape or form, whether that is in no way home, maybe it's the very end credit scene. I don't know what it is, but it did start to make me think, how long do you think they're actually going to bring this Venom franchise or keep it going for? Because they have been setting up for like a, like a basically a Sony spider verse with into the spider verse, as well as Venom verse. And, you know, just add any sort of like arachnid uh, humanoid verse insert here. But I just, how many movies can you really produce with Venom? Especially as a leading part, right? Because after a while, it's going to get kind of tiring. In the lead, Max, one more. Right. In the trilogy? With with Toxin or whatever. In the lead. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the problem is Tom Hardy is a lead guy. You yeah. know, Tom Hardy's not going to just be like, yeah, I'll just be on the side of this Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. Mm. Uh, but as a side character, I think you can have him forever. But, mm. you know, it just gets confused. Like, if he's part of the Sinister Six, take my money. Uh, however, with all that being said, have you seen the... I got the wrong character's name. Mobius. Have you seen the Mobius trailer? Was there was there a full trailer? I remember seeing an image... There's oh, a, showing what Jared Leto looks like as Mobius. Is there actually a trailer? There's a trailer. There's remember. a trailer, and in it, Michael Keaton is in it. Oh my god, yes, I remember now. How can I forget? Yeah, and don't they literally have a poster from the PS4 Spider game? Uh, PS4 Spider-Man game on there, too? I don't know, but I do know that Mobius is not going to be MCU, but Michael Keaton as as Adrian Toomes is MCU. Yeah. So that's where the whole MCU versus Sony versus this and that. Not here. Mobius, Morbius. Morbius is freaking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mobius is from Loki. I apologize. No, it's okay. I was starting to see TVA trailers and I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that's my yeah, bad. That makes more sense. No, you're good. You're good. I was going to call him Lobo for what it's worth. And Lobo would have been very wrong. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I totally forgot about this trailer from a year ago. Yeah. This movie got pushed back. I think it was supposed to come out this year, but I think it's coming out in like middle or... Yeah, it seems now. like it's going to be like a uh, like a New Mutants type thing where it was supposed to come out a thousand times and it finally does and it flops hard as hell because it never freaking came out. 
Yeah. But my very good friend Sev wants to see it. So when it comes out, I'm going to go see it with him. I'm going to see it too, man. I I am pretty excited. I uh I read a little bit of like this short comic arc with uh Morbius to kind of learn a little bit more about the character and I think it's actually pretty cool with his story and everything. Are you familiar with like what he can do or like why he <laughs> well, he's a vampire. vampire? He's a vampire. I'm not familiar with him per se. Uh it comes really down to like he's a really bad degenerative like uh condition disease and i think it's like destroying him pretty much and so he has the idea basically use you know bats to do some sort of stuff instead of becoming a batman he becomes an actual bat man and so that's where like morbius and the vampire and so it comes into play because of the whole like regenerative blah 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 blah. but basically kind of tragic story he was trying to not wither away and he becomes this kind of like a lizard or excuse me the lizard villain. The lizard villain. How, however, you know, the Sony universe and the MCU aren't supposed to be connected, but you got the connection with v- Venom and Tom Holland at the end of Venom Let There Be Carnage. You've got the connection of Adrian Toomes in the Morbius movie. And also, I don't know if you remember 18 years ago when they did Comic-Con and they were announcing all the new stuff coming out for Phase 4. And Mahershala Ali is going to play a certain vampire hunter killer man. So, you know, would you think that the main vampire of Marvel would go up against the vampire hunter of Marvel? Like, so hopefully these two freaking studios are working together. Otherwise, freaking Disney's going to have to buy freaking Sony. Yeah, they uh, they definitely are. I mean, the same credit says it all, but I didn't think about it from the Blade standpoint. That's interesting. It's a. I mean, I I don't know a lot about Blade. I don't know a lot about Morbius. So if if they've never fought before, <laughs> I'd be shocked. But it's possible. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense, right? Given the nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Uh... But we've talked about this for a very long time, so let's let's wrap up the Venom review. What do you think? Yeah, so I just wanted to say the last thing is, where do you think Venom is actually going to show up now that he's been introduced and teased to make some sort of interaction with MCU? He's, do you think it's going to happen in No Way Home? I do. So how do you think he's going to show up? Is is he the sixth? Is he actually the Sinister Six? I don't think so. Why is that? I just I think that he's not going to have that major of a part. I think he'll be... Uh, just a little something that they show, like a cameo almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know like how or anything, but I think the mm-hmm. six are going to be Doc Ock, Green Goblin, uh, Sandman. Mm-hmm. So I'm drawing so many blanks right now because I'm on the spot. Lizard, Sandman. I didn't say Lizard. I don't think Lizard's going to be in it. Uh, Electro. Electro. So that's four. Um, I think the trailer was showing that it is. There's a hint of Lizard right there actually in it. Hmm. And then, if so, then that's your five. And then Mysterio. I think Mysterio's going to be in it. Yeah, the more I think about it, I don't think Mysterio's dead. I really don't. I don't think you're going to kill Jake Gyllenhaal, fam. I really don't. <laughs> if you're going to... You know I just found out the other day? What? Sorry to cut you off. 
he was almost uh Toby Maguire's replacement. Yeah. In Spider Man. I knew that. I never knew that. That's wild. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I think he'll be in No Way Home. And if not No Way Home, <laughs> Multiverse of Madness. And that's a stretch. I uh maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and if not either of those, just whenever Venom 3 comes out, Venom 3, yeah. Toxin is here now. Come watch this movie, please. <laughs> Hello, I am Toxin. Yeah, I'm on the side of you. I don't think he's going to be actually the, the sixth sinister member because I just he's a lethal protector, right? For whatever reason, he's like a lethal uh, protector. <laughs> for whatever reason they chose, like he's like, ooh, that face, like I am going to attack him. Like he wants to, he he wants a piece of that Tom Holland action, right? Uh so that's why it looks at TV screen. So it's kind of ominous. I don't really understand why or excuse me, what he's gonna do when he like encounters him. It does almost feel like he wants to bond with him or he wants to eat him because I don't know, he just senses something. I, I have no freaking clue. So, yeah, I'm excited. I hope he does something. But I don't think it's going to be going on in the central plot of the film for Spider-Man. I think it actually would deviate and kind of uh, bring it down a bit. So I think it'll be definitely more towards the end credits or something like that, whatever it might be. But I keep hearing how this is really supposed to be the end game for Spider-Man in terms of like film scale and everything because they're ending a trilogy, but they're just doing so much batshit crazy stuff like Morbius. Uh, it's just, it's, that's why they're calling it basically the end game of Spider-Man. So who knows, man, who knows? Have you seen the new meme of, uh, from no way home that people are using as a template? So there's a, they released some like photo images of the film. They really don't spoil anything. If you've seen the trailer, um, but it's just a photo of Spider-Man running on the highway away from Doc Ock. And it's a hilarious meme template now. Oh, I, I think I did. I saw. Yeah, it, uh, it's a really funny. I saw Cap it's totally running mean. next to him, and he said, "On your left." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see it, that. It's it's so funny. So I think they kind of did that shit on purpose, to be honest. All right, Devin, we owe so many shoutouts. I don't even know where to begin. I think the last one we did was uh, Alan Sil- Silverstray. Oh my God, Silvestri. Yeah, that's what I said. Silvestri. <laughs> Stop saying it. Is that, is that the last one we did? Yeah, I think it is. Because I, re- I remember talking to you about it in the theater for, for, for Venom. So the next question is what hero was not on Iron Man's team in Civil War? Black Widow, Vision, Hawkeye, or Black Panther? And the correct answer is Hawkeye. If you remember, Hawkeye goes to the Avengers compound and mm-hmm. he grabs Wanda and he's like, Cap needs us. So, uh, yeah, he was definitely Team Cap. And uh, eight people got that correct. Three people guessed Black Widow because she switched at the end. Mm. Yeah, I tripped people up. Sneaky, mm-hmm. sneaky. But I'm going to give my first shout out. I'm not going to even try and say that word. Emilio Martinez Gomez, my good friend. Good job on uh, answering Black Panther. I am on the wrong one. Actually, Black Panther, not the correct answer. I was about to say, wait, why I am apologize. I looking at a different list than you? Yeah, it's Hawkeye. Yeah. 
Okay. Jedi Summers. Congratulations on answering Hawkeye. Instead of Loie Tonarini. Um, we got a lot to do. How about we just, uh, how about you read this list? I'll read the next trivia winner list. Uh, Kanan Murdoch. There you go. I got to find where I'm at. There I am. Uh, Dro So Icy. Vote Me for God. Ocampo Custom. GC Malashevsky. And Kellum 112. Congratulations, you guys, on getting that question correct. So this next one is kind of fun. So this is from, and I messed up the dates like four different times, so I could tell which ones I messed up because I had to like cover them. Uh, this is the actual October 5th one. So the question is, what Lego set did Ned want to build in Spider-Man Homecoming? The options were the Millennium Falcon, Hogwarts Castle, the Batmobile. Why would anyone choose that is beyond me. Or the Death Star. I can hear him saying it. Can you hear him? Come with me to build my new Lego Death Star. Yeah. Can you hear it? Like, I, can I was hear I it. was never going to get that wrong. I can hear it in my head. <laughs> so it was the Death Star. And so those who answered it correctly, uh, congratulations to Jeff Duckman, Emily.Sweet.Art, Louis underscore Tonarini, whoever the hell that guy is. Blame. Illist Will 23, uh, Defoe Travis, Defoe. Louis for God, Eric.Grim with two M's, 25, one underscore true underscore nerd king and underscore Nick underscore Hoffman. What weapon did Rocket make to defeat Ronan the Accuser? It was a big old gun. You know, this one was very interesting because... I got it wrong. One of the, one of the answers I just made up on the spot. And that's the one that got the most votes. Yeah, I got it wrong. <laughs> the Decimator. The Decimator, the Hadron Enforcer, the Icer, or the N2075 Disruptor Rifle. And the most most people said the, de- de- the Decimator. It sounded good. So. Yeah, I, I got y'all. And you know what? I think that honestly might be a weapon from the Ranch and, Ratchet and Clank series. Because mm. what isn't in that? But uh, the Icer. So only two people guessed Hadron, Enforce- Hadron right. Enforcer. So I did want to say where these other two weapons came from. Hadron Enforcer, like I said, yeah, that is the correct answer. But the Icer, that's actually from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They call it the Night Night Gun at first. So they're basically bullets that just knock people out. So they that way they're not killing people all the time on the show. Uh, then the N20-75 uh, disruptor rifle. I want to say that was actually the rifle you see uh, what's-his-face use as one of the um, Kree forces. Shout out to Illust Will 23 and vote me for God. Yeah, the N20-75 disruptor rifle is a weapon used by Korath the Pursuer. Ah, Cor- That's where I pulled that from. Korath is the guy with the two Mohawk-looking things. Yep, or if you've ever seen Never Back Down, you know exactly what we're talking about. All right, so the one of the last couple questions here was uh, which the image I used for Groot, he looks tree-logged. Um, the question is, what is the ga- game that Groot is playing in Avengers Infinity War? Options were Super Mario Bros., Defender, Cosmic 1000, Fire Away, and Planet Xeon. The answer was Defender. And the people who got that right were eight of you. Five people actually chose Super Mario Bros. Interesting. Uh, Did you pick Super Mario Brothers because Chris Pratt's going to be Mario? No, I don't even think I voted this round. Wait, did I? Well, you made it. I mean... I'm just saying, did you did you put it? Did you put Super Mario Brothers in there because of Chris Pratt being cast as Super Mario? I did not. However, I did put it in there because it actually was uh, 
actually possible for an answer because I think I typed in 80s handheld games and Super Mario Bros was actually a handheld game at the time. So that's why I put it on because I found out historically it could have been true. But that is funny too because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, Defender was chosen correctly by Kane and Murdoch. Jonah underscore Jorgensen. Nick underscore Hale. Jeff Duckman. Gerald Smith, 9295. Ocampo Custom, Louis underscore Tonarini, and GC Meleshevsky. Last but not least, we have today's. What band is on Carol's shirt in Captain Marvel? Is it I was pretty proud of this one. Nine Inch Nails? Is it <laughs> Is it Alice in Chains? Or is it Pearl Jam? The was Nirvana, by the way. The correct answer with nine votes <clears throat> was nine inch nails. Uh, so shout out to Nick Hale, Polo. No, no, you got it wrong, Polo. Excuse me. Devin the Stone, who voted. <laughs> Jeff Duckman. <laughs> Jedi oh, Summers. If you tap the answer, it gives you everyone who answered correctly. Wow. I should have done that then, huh? There it is. That's way easier. <laughs> right. Uh, vote me for God. And uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and call that a call that it. <laughs> so good job on uh, the trivia, everybody. There is one other person who did get it right. I was going to uh, say, get... you got to do your thing from the from the comment. Yep. So there is one person. Uh, thank you for uh, answering Thor underscore dot X dot underscore Carol. Uh, they actually pointed out on the reel I posted today. I made a real mistake and I typed nine ink nails. I've got the H in ink. So they commented basically saying, uh, I think C is correct, right? <laughs> so you get a double, double shout out because you uh, corrected my typo. So thanks for pointing that out and being an awesome sport about it. Thanks for also following the podcast. And so, uh, yeah, that was a lot of trivia we had. Yeah, I hope you like the would you rather. So I'm not going through them. You were there. They were there. Would you rather do some some stuff or some other stuff? People would rather do other stuff. Sounds good. I do. There's one that I thought was pretty funny. I do want to pull up. Uh, Go ahead. Which one was it? That was actually kind of funny. While you look for it, I'll just say I said, "Would you rather have powers or tech?" And yeah. and everybody chose powers, which makes sense. But I was surprised that nobody was like Iron Man. Come on, I'd rather be Iron Man. Iron Man's got tech. He's rich. You know, when you think of tech, you think of Iron Man. You think of like Batman has tech. Yeah. You know, but. Everybody wanted powers, which I agree. I'd rather have powers. Yeah, I'm on the power side. I thought it was pretty funny was, um, would you rather be a piece in the collector's collection or guard the soul stone on Boromir? And 63% of our uh, voters actually chose the collector being a part of his collection. And I chose Boromir because after seeing how he, the collector treats his uh, collection, and especially in the What If episode, I am claustrophobic. I do not want to be in that glass case for all eternity. And especially if I'm going to be next to Howard the Duck, no way. Um, I thought at least on the Soul Stone with Vormir, you're on your entire planet. There's got to be some crazy mystical powers you can get or something because you're with, uh, um, you know, what's-his-face, basically defending it there. So there's got to be something cool. And uh, who knows? At least it's more freedom. No, you would be what's-his-face. You'd be by yourself. I think I'd rather do that than being part of the collector's collection. I feel you. Is that the one yeah. you thought was funny? 
Yeah, because I just thought, like, how do how like it actually made me think for a minute. I was like, how the hell do I actually want to vote this? All right, I have a gripe to pick with everybody, with the whole world, except for Polo seventy one Marco. I don't have a gripe <laughs> to pick with you. <clears throat> Devin asked everybody, if you were an Avenger, would you sign the Sokovia Accords? Here it is, and eighty five percent of Instagram voters and also people on Facebook voted. No, they wouldn't sign it. Okay. Okay. If you were an Avenger, you'd be stronger. You'd be more powerful, whatever. You know, you'd have powers. You'd be uh, a lot more famous, a lot more, a lot easier to find. You'd be uh, a lot more in the public eye. If you didn't sign them, cool. My thing is, they're rules. Sign it if you understand. If you don't sign it, there's still rules. You still can't break them. And so what everybody's saying to me is, no, I wouldn't sign them. I'd keep being a hero and doing my thing. Then you are a criminal and you are getting chased forever by the cops. Things happened in the damn Avengers that stopped all that. You know, the Infinity War, mm. Thanos, cool. Had that not happened... Captain America would still be the number one fugitive in the world. And to think that everybody is just like, no, I wouldn't sign it, man. I just do my thing. No, no. You, you, you tell me you want to be a fugitive of the law. Is anybody that voted a fugitive of the law right now? They are not because that sucks. And you're, you're not, you're not, you're not going to do it. I don't care what you say. You're not going to do it. Come on. I, I said, you know what? I love Captain America. I'm Team Cap. I'm still gonna sign those damn papers. Like I, I, mm. I'm a fall in line kind of guy. If it's for the better, if if we're trying to make changes to be better, I feel like you got to do that. And the the Sokovia Accords was they, not perfect, but they were like the Avengers are killing a lot of people, and we need to figure out a way to have them not kill a lot of people. And it wasn't mm -hmm. the Avengers killing people, but it was these massive threats killing stuff. And then the Avengers would have to like come in and save it. And in saving it, destructive stuff would happen. I get that. You still got to do your hero thing. Cool. I just, I just, I just think people were thinking and not even, not even that. I think people were just like, no, I wouldn't sign it. And th mm -hmm. They were lying. They were wrong. They didn't think about it, which is fine. <laughs> I, I don't necessarily want you to, go on our Instagram page, see a question and then ponder it for the rest of your freaking life. But think about it a little bit. Come on. You're, you're going <laughs> to sign the damn papers. I don't care what you say. That was my little rant for the end of the show. <laughs> Welcome back. Hulk Buddha. New dad. That's me. Go. That's funny. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know, Louie, I still wouldn't sign it. Yeah, but you would though. That's just the thing. You would. You know, they honestly could have done an entire like Disney Plus series on just the Sokovia Accords. Um, Probably, I feel like that. Okay, that's a good what if. What if they all signed the Accords? Yeah, or like that'd be actually a really good episode. I hope they do that now because I want to see how that would have played out with like uh, everything post Ultron. Freaking or post, Ultron! I guess technically post Ultron because Civil War. I'm gonna be thinking about that. I don't know. Curioso. It was good to be back. 
Yeah, man, it's been nice. I know we talked a lot less about Venom than we actually probably would have if we recorded this like the week of actually seeing it, but I think that's okay. Yeah, it's because no we talked a lot deal. about other stuff too, and also it's not entirely MCU except for like the last two minutes. So it's, I think it's okay. Yeah, we're gonna get into more stuff. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> Heck yeah, man! If you're not following the Instagram, you are only doing half of what you could be to enjoying Earth Eight Nine Four. Go follow the Instagram. It's fun. We have fun there. At Earth894 Podcast. Also, we have a website now, as Devin pointed out. There's cool new graphics not seen by people that I haven't showed it to yet because I'm excited about (laughs) it. They're on the website. If you want to see them, go to the website. It's freaking cool. They're cool graphics. Check it out. They are. Uh, We plan on turning those graphics into stickers. And and other fun stuff. Um, we we're working on we're working on so much. You know, it's a work in progress. You know, we both have full time jobs and we're busy guys. You know, Devin's got the band. I've got two kids. It's a whole thing. So bear with us, but stay with us. You know, if there's anything that you want us to do, let us know. We're open to a bunch of stuff. We have something really fun planned. I've been working on this list. We're going to have a a gay old time doing this thing and we need audience interaction. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Other than that, yeah, go to the website, check us out. You know, there's a little spot where you can leave uh, messages and comments and stuff. Listen to the podcast. If you haven't listened to the one where Devin interviews Ricky from Heart of a Hero Inc., uh, Highly recommended. I really enjoyed it. I'll be honest. I don't listen to all of our episodes, but I did listen to that one. I made sure I did. It was one of our first days home and I had it on all freaking day. It was probably driving Hannah insane. (laughs) Thanks, man. And don't worry about it. You know, I was making pancakes, listening to you talk to Ricky. Uh, Ricky seems like a very good guy. If you're not following him on Instagram, he posts really nice stuff about, uh, the children that he works with and everything. And, and right now it's hard on him cause he can't go to the hospitals and everything. But if you just go to his Instagram, uh, heart of a hero, Inc heart of a hero, Inc. Let me say it clearer. Uh, just give them a like it's, or a follow, you know, like their stuff. It's, you know, it's nice. It's nice to know that there's good people out there. If anything, it'll just make your day a little bit better to know that somebody cares that's all anything you got to add Devin Uh, I think you summed up pretty well all I'll add is just uh, yeah if you are listening to us on a platform like Apple Podcasts please give us a review or rating it takes less than five seconds especially if you listen to Apple Podcasts which I know a lot of you people do please just go to that little rating section on our show page give us some stars And if you want to give us an actual typed review, even if it's one word saying, great, good, yes, I don't know, or Devin, why do you under always mispronounce my name when you give me a shout out for answering correctly in your stupid trivia Tuesday post, then say that too. And then I'll get it even on the podcast and I'll say your name correctly. Just give us a review, man. It would help us greatly as we continue to grow our audience. Uh, But we do appreciate all the love and support you guys have given us, especially during right now where our schedule has been a little lackluster of uh, being consistent, but that's to no fault of our own. 
It's just, uh, you know, life finds a way. But that's a different show. So basically, uh, definitely give us some reviews. We appreciate it. We're excited for what we have in store as we're kind of wrapping up almost the first year of Earth Day 94 kind of being done. 2021 has kind of gone by in a flash. We only had two months left. Can you believe it? Wow. So, yeah, we love an, all the great support, but definitely reach out to us all the time. And, uh, yeah, on the website side, if anyone is a website designer out there and wants to, you know, help out the podcast, we will gladly help and pay for you, too, to uh, give us some assistance. So, without further ado, I have said my piece, and I am good for the week. Thank you for joining us here at Earth 894. And remember, always be sexy. Bye. guy.